Hi, this is Afia Letha from KingdomBeats.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders. On- Hi, this is Zakia Ringgold from NaturalSoapByZakia.com. Proud sponsors of the Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders podcast. So welcome to another edition to Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders with my guest. It's been a while. I've done a podcast in a while. I've had a bit of a break over the summer because it's been really busy. So I'm back on in the hot seat uh, with Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders with my guest from upstate New York. And let's just say his name on Facebook is not what his real name is, but we will go into that a little bit later. Uh, It does sound like a bit of a... Uh, female lingerie line, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you couldn't really make it up, to be honest with you, um, as he laughs in the background. So, but uh, welcome to another edition of Ramsey on the East Beyond Borders. We'll have our usual segments from Benita Charles for 60 Second Singing Tips. We'll have a shout out to our supporters and sponsors. You obviously you'll be hearing at the beginning on the podcast. Uh, you, you have our supporters of Ifia Lethem from Kingdom Meads and Frame Your Day, Zakia Ringo from Natural Soap by Zakia. Uh, so big shout out to them and if, uh, all the show notes you'll hear, see all the information we have lots of other supporters which we'll mention during the course of the show and uh, go from there so um, I want to welcome my guest Matthew Sassano not Sassy Pants but we'll go into that nickname later on so Matthew Sassano welcome to Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond the Borders Hey man what's going on it's great to be here uh, for our first international broadcast in mm-hmm. Scotland and like I said, dude, you've got some great ideas with the uh, sassy pants. I'm trying to reach that female demographic. So I figure, you know, huh. um, if the music thing doesn't work out, maybe we can start a lingerie line. And, you know, I, I'm always a guy that has a plan B. So I, I want to thank you for that as well as having me on the podcast. Well, <laughs> you, just, uh, you just never know. You might, yeah, mom, you might just take up with the big hit with the feminist movement but I won't go into that one without saying <laughs> <thing> politics <laughs> so uh, without uh, annoying anyway right, let's uh, go into let's talk about who is Matthew Sassano uh, tell us about where you're from we, did you grow up in New, uh, upstate New York and tell us a bit about your background yeah. originally from upstate New York in a little town called Canisteo New York the closest place that I always say that I'm from uh, that people recognize is Buffalo or Rochester. It's around that area. And the thing about me is I don't want to give too much of like who I am a little bit too early, but um, I am really bad at explaining directions. So um, because I have a disability called dyscalculus. So whenever somebody asks me where I'm from and explains directions, I always say Buffalo, New York. And because I know the follow-up question is where is Canisteo? And I know I'm never going to be able to answer that. So for the sake of upstate New York is good enough for me. Yeah, it's near New York. It's upstate New York. Hey, it's, it's obviously a, a suburb of New York somewhere. Anyway, so it's not major. Yeah, which is but I've been, I've been in here uh, for we moved from upstate New York to Tennessee. I've been living in Knoxville for uh, about the past five years uh, okay. doing music thing, pursuing music and uh, mm-hmm. doing that well, whole thing. So it's been well, great. Uh, well, well, tell us about life growing up. Obviously, you've you moved to Tennessee, but you're obviously your life growing up was upstate New York. So 
tell us about life, school, education. Obviously, oh, there's disability. Yeah. Explain the disability. But we'll start off with your growing up in education first. Okay. Uh, like I said, with the growing up in education part, I want to have my – I know this is breaking the rules of rock starness, but we're going to have my mom on the podcast. Just give a little bit of my background. Got, is this Missy Sassy Pants? Yes, this is Missy <laughs> Sassy Pants. <laughs> you know, I am Missy Sassy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Missy Sassy Pants uh, giving us a bit of a, a background info to Matthew Sassy Pants or Matthew Susano. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, please. <laughs> yes, no problem. Matty was a uh, preemie. He was born at 33 weeks, and they told me the night that he was born he was going to die. Oh, and uh, I said, well, oh, well, that wasn't really good news. And uh, But when I woke up, he was the biggest mouth preemie in the in the whole division. So they put him in a closet to keep him quiet, really, <laughs> seriously. And um, at that time, we didn't know some of his disabilities. But because of that early birth, he got cerebral palsy. And uh, okay. so we worked with that for quite a bit. And uh, as he went, um, we, he had challenges we didn't understand because they really weren't designed to cerebral palsy exactly. And um, so he he had procession problems, a lot of getting lost, can't drive. Uh, we get lost in his own bedroom, you know. Yeah, a lot of people wonder why I'm single. I'm like, it's because I can't drive, I can't get out. So, you know, um, you know, when a girl's like, um, can you pick me up at seven? I'll be like, how, how far is the walk? So that's kind of why, you know, some of the struggles that it presents. But yeah, I grew up with a lot of just like disabilities. And I think a lot of my life, has to do with kind of overcoming and, and transcending. Um, and so that kind of came out in my music as well. Like, at this so, what, so great. Obviously, I mean, how did you find, how did you learn, adapt to your, your cerebral palsy uh, with, uh, with in school, obviously with having a disability and knowing that your directions are kind of, you, you just your directions are all over the place, like a magnet to a compass. And not, uh, but how did you kind of adapt or cope while at school and learning and, going from there really um a lot of it man um i've always kind of been like an introspective person um but a lot of it too was just um having the the a sense of humor to kind of just like over overcome it like it's so funny because a lot of the kids that i grew up with with disabilities and things like that i was i was mainstreamed for a, a lot of the classes i would say for the majority of my classes in school but when it came to math and some of the other things I uh, was in the uh, special ed class. So I would kind of get, I would kind of get, um, a, I don't know, a perspective of kind of both walks of life. Like I'd hang out with people that were mainstreamed and then people were that were in special ed. And the main component that I noticed that most of the people in special ed, when they got picked on or when they uh, were put on the spot over something, they didn't have the sense of humor or like that, that way to bounce back. And that's something that I kind of developed early. I would take, uh, some, you know, something that would, people would obviously be like, oh, you know, you, you walk with a limp or you do this. And I'd make a big joke out of it, you know, and, and that kind of, I don't know, that sense of humor and uh, being able to kind of just make myself a spectacle kind of was like a, a mechanism for survival in the early days of my high school. But uh I also have dyscalculia as well, which, like I said, is uh, only 4% of the world has it. And it has to do with place and space and mathematics. And I get lost in my backyard, man. Like, it's so bad. So, like, there was just a lot uh, to overcome in high school. But between kind of, uh, I would say, my sense of humor and 
my ability. I was always like a prankster too. I'd be pranking other people so that the onus was off of me. So they'd be like, you know, I'd be in detention all the time doing little stunts that would be like, nobody's focused on the disability, man. They're focused that you just like crowd surfed in the middle of the pep assembly and then like did a whole, you know, whole routine. I've always kind of been a little bit of a performer. And I think maybe that's somewhat of where the performer comes from in me is just having to kind of be on the spot all the time, but also, you know, learning to kind of transcend it through, you know, my sense of humor and my theatricalness, I guess. Um, But I was that kid in high school that had the blue spiked hair and listen to punk rock and, you know, stuff like that. So I was, I was a different breed, man, I guess you could say, you know, that's good. So what got you, when did your sub music interest start? When did it start to grow? Oh man. Well, like I said, I I was actually raised in church. I did a lot of things for like uh, the church music team as well. Like I was, my dad was a preacher. My mom was a preacher's wife. So I was in a small town church and um, this is kind of a side issue, but like the, with growing up with disabilities and things like that, I really found the thing that made me find my voice and kind of give me strength was like rock music. And I got really influenced by like all the things that uh, like, you know, rap, hip hop and all that. So that's where the love of music came in. I did do a few things for the church, but I also, you know, my love of music really came when I discovered like, rock and roll and that was like a huge thing for me i was about 15 years old and there's these rebel kids that came to the church they used to be the amish kids and they had their tattoos and they had their piercings and they were smoking out in the church parking lot i'm just like you know the rebel in me was like man um who are these people you know so i would hang out with them outside the church parking lot and they introduced me to rock and roll and rap and hip-hop and eminem and that's really where like being the underdog for a lot of my life between the disabilities and another side issue was, um, this is a lot to digest, but like my, my dad, uh, secretly was like abusive to me and he was the pastor of the church. So I kind of found my strength in my voice through that rebellious rock music. And, uh, these Amish kids were kind of the, the gateway into that, into that rock bug that infected me with the rock bug. And so that was my journey uh, early on was just, you know. So how did you, obviously, uh, we know that a lot in a lot of many people that I have interviewed in the past that they go through a form of, they've been through a form of abuse and it's not an easy thing to deal with in your life. And it sounds like, how did you mean dealing with that in your life and going forward with having a disability and trying, but was was, was that really quite a low part in your life? And how did you... I mean, how did you start to deal with that after going through that period of abuse? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it was uh, throughout life, man. I, I actually uh, ended up when I was 17 in the psych ward uh, for a lot of like um, depression issues and things like that, because a lot of what I was taught growing up in church is like, it's not that church has its great benefits. And I, and I am, I do subscribe to being a Christian, but a lot that was, that was taught was just like, keep it quiet. You know, like we don't want to disappoint other people out in the congregation. If they find out about our lives, maybe they'll view God in a certain way. So it was really a lot of like this well-intentioned, but twisted thinking that came through like the church. And, um, 
I think what was the question? I'm sorry, no, man. No, no, no. Well, I was going to say we'll take a we'll take a, for those who are listening or watching, uh, and we'll take a small break uh, for those who are listening on the podcast. We'll take a break and we'll just give a shout out to. Uh, we'll come back to another part. We'll come back to Matt. Uh, um, we'll give a shout out to we'll grab a segment from Benita Charles. We have Benita Charles sixty second singing tips, which we love uh, putting out there. Love supporting uh, upcoming artists and especially uh, Benita, who provides for the show. And uh, she, she has a, does a sort of segment every sort of Saturday stroke Sunday on Facebook with singing tips and motivation. And we got a wee 60 second slot and me, for you to listen to. So, uh, and if you like Benita's music or if you want to go to her website, you can go to benitacharles.com and you can have a listen. I'm going to thank uh, everyone who is listening. So back in a second by listening to um, Benita Charles' 60 second singing tips and we'll be back with Matt in a second. Hi. This is Benita Charles from BenitaCharles.com on Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders with your 60-second singing tip. Today's tip is about being fully committed 100%. The time is now to give 100% to your dreams. You've been playing small for too long. Where has it gotten you? If you're not happy where you are in your business, it's time to get serious and get focused. Decide what you want. Nothing beats a made-up mind. Make a plan. Take it one step at a time. Execute. Take action with a sense of urgency. Do it now. The world is waiting on what you have to offer. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for the next 60-second singing tip on Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders. And welcome back to part two of Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders. Um, and they are my guest, Matthew Sassano, or a.k.a. Mr. Sassy Pants, all the way from <laughs> upstate New York, or not upstate New York anymore, but he's in Tennessee. But uh, we will, uh, as I say, we were talking about, we touched on a little bit of what he's gone through. He was in a psych ward. He's got, went through abuse from his um, his uh, blood father uh, in church and things. So we want, uh, that is obviously not an easy thing to talk about. And we are talking, we've got the stage that he's now at a psych ward. He's going through depression. Let's touch on these things. You, how long did you struggle from depression? How long were you in the the, the hospital for? Uh, due to when did you solve? I would say that I struggled with depression for uh, the vast majority of my like my teen years. Um, but a lot of the stuff that I would that I would contend with, man, was just like me having to be strong and not show like the the sadness inside or whatever it was because. I had that reputation to live up to, you know, the small family church, everybody knows everybody. So a lot of times, man, um, I was just taught to like, keep it inside, you know, or, you know, we don't want to disillusion people as to what we believe based on what, you know, it was a lot of twisted, like I said, thinking that, Mm -hmm. that led up to that consensus, but it did land me in the psych ward when I was about 17. And, uh, I was there for about, I was only there for about a week, week and a half. Right. And, um, actually one of the songs that I wrote on the album that, that I did ghost was actually loosely based on that, um, premise of just like kind of feeling alone and lost in the world. And when I was in the psych ward, the only people that would, would, would visit me was actually my mom, man. Like not a lot of people wanted to get their hands dirty with our situation. So, right. um, a large part of who I am and a large part of my music has always been about honesty. You know what I mean? Like I like to be honest and transparent. I was in a band before this called transparent soul. So a lot of like the narrative of what I do now um, revolves around transparency and honesty because of some of the lack thereof in my, 
my early years. I always wanted to be like, you know what? I'm never going to be a perfect person. I might have my struggles, but I want to be open about them because that's, you know, it's hard to do when you're, uh, I guess, in ministry or whatever. But I was always that guy that people could let their guard down around. And I think that's that's been a quality of mine. Like I've worked also in the psych ward years later as a mental health aide. And um, I think a lot of my past kind of helped me, you know, kind of helped me navigate how to help other people, you know, and I've always been that guy that like, you can, you can tell me anything and uh, you don't have to have a guard up around me. I was the kid, like I said, in church that was had the blue hair and I'd walk in Sunday morning service and people would be like, is that the pastor's son? Like, so I was, I was cut from a little bit of a different cloth. Uh, but tell yeah. Me, tell me what, what, what style of church did you go to? It was a, I don't know if you know, Pentecostal. It's kind of more uh, like a charismatic type of church and everything. Really small town type of church. Everybody knew everybody. Uh, a lot of evangelists would come in and, and do their thing. It was a lot of like the healing and faith. But like I said, um, you know, that's not really where my, my music, I feel, is for people that are outside of the church even more so than it is out, uh, inside of the church. Like I've never... I am a Christian and I, and I subscribe to those beliefs, but we play for a wide range of people, man. We just opened for Bubba Sparks the other, you know, a couple weeks ago we've been doing, so I don't really view myself as a Christian artist. I am a Christian doing music that I feel is honest and that's kind of how it boils down, man. Well, that's good. Well, it's good to get, well, it's good to get a bit of an insight to your, the background of your life and obviously go through what you've been through and how you where to come where you are now is fantastic and it's great news and how you what you just want to thrive to help other people through your music and uh, what you're doing which is great so uh, well let's say well as we've sort of dissected a bit more about you and your disability uh which is and you're kind of when did you start really develop when did you get your first your first album when did you start producing more songs and uh obviously you weren't in the, you were in that band before so talk about the music in the band and the band and how long did that go on for where did you where did the music go? all right uh, so my first band project was a, a band called Transparent. And that was like, that was based out of that small town, obscure town that nobody knows about. And I can't explain called Canisteo, New York. You can Google it if you want to know where it is. Um, but there was just a, it was a small town. There wasn't really a whole bunch of music going on, but um, how did that, how would you explain that, how that got started? Like we just, uh, we just started out of the blue. We started like, you know, it was like a four piece band. And, um, one of the songs actually, weirdly enough, a song called bridges that I had written actually ended up on a NASCAR video game, uh, in 2012. So that was like my first kind of big break exposure for being such a small town band. Um, I went on from there to move in that band broke up. So I did another band called transparent soul, which was kind of, we redid the songs and kind of reshaped the genre a little bit. Um, and that was more Tennessee based. And then after that band had broke up, see, there's a cycle here. You can't trust band members, man. You got to <laughs> Finally, I just got the sense where we were just like, you know what? Like these projects are great. The music's great. Everything about them's great. But the, the band members seem to be a little bit going so what we we did was we just started a solo project and then I changed my genre to a little bit more of a I don't even know what you would call it it's more of an EDM flavored 
brand of pop with like explosive rock energy. <laughs> um, and how that happened was uh, I, when my last band broke up, I was kind of on the verge of like just kind of quitting music. And so we ended up doing like a licensing class where uh, they would write for a lot of TV and film and things like that. And um, I was in this class for a while. And how, how did that go? It's just like, yeah, I just started writing these songs and trying to figure out uh, like a new brand of myself or whatever. And this is kind of the style that I came up with. It's um, a lot of the, th- the songs on the album are based on maybe TV premises, but as they relate to our stories and my story as well, like being a champion, being an overcomer, um, there, there's all sorts of different things that you might see on a TV, but how I try to relate it back to my story. And well, so, let, yeah. Well, let's go into the first song we're going to discuss, obviously, before the transition of music. Sure. Uh, sure. We'll talk about the zombies and tell us a bit about the background of writing it and tell us a bit okay. about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like I said, zombie was kind of my first transition into what I would call this new genre of music that we're doing. Um, like I said, with the rock background, um, there's a lot of always that darker undertone to rock music, as we all know, like the Black Sabbath and all that kind of, not to say that that's who I am, but there's always that darker undertone. So with uh, transitioning into kind of a more pop EDM flavor type of project, Zombie became about like uh, with the TV and film thing, it became about like um, being bit in a bad relationship and then ending up dead inside. And then oftentimes what we do in those bad relationships, I've been in plenty, I'm still single at 33, uh, <laughs> um, is that we pass the whatever hurt, whatever bitterness we have on in the next relationship we're in. Um, so really my intent with that first song was to write something that's a common theme in TV. We see those zombie movies, we see The Walking Dead, we see, uh, you know, there's a million different zombie movies but I wanted to take something like that and just apply it to an everyday situation. So while I was working, I just got this tune in my head and um, it later became the hook for what is that zombie song that I did. And it's all about relationship issues. And well, I'll let you introduce that song and then we'll play it. So people can, uh, we'll play it and then we'll come back after. So I want you to introduce your, that song. Okay. All right, everybody out in Scotland, I want you to prepare to be scared because zombies coming at you. This is Zombie by me.
and welcome back to we just listened to Zombies by Matt Sassano all the way from upstate New York originally and now living in ten, uh, Tennessee so I hope you enjoyed that so let's carry on um, so that, that was the the Zombies really was the his first style of music and we're obviously he's transitioning into his new style of music and the music he's doing now uh, with Matt Sassano music but we'll talk a bit more of where people can find Matt with his um his website, etc., and blah, blah blah. But we'll talk about his. He's just briefly touched on his transition to music. So the style of music you're doing now, going forward, uh, tell us a bit more about it. Yeah, man. Um, that kind of started when I started recording with this uh, this producer from Knoxville. He's a young guy. Uh, he's 23 years old. His name's Colton Carnley, and he specialized more in kind of that pop EDM type of style where it's more electronic. So uh, when when I was going into this project it was just kind of a weird natural progression where um, my rock influence met his electronic influence. And um, we just tore down all the preconceived notions of what I, I was like, all right, well, let's try a little hip hop. Let's try a little of this. Cause I was influenced by a lot of different things growing up, primarily rock. Um, but in this project, we just kind of, we, we went all things M3, Matt Sassano. And we were just like, all right, let's throw a little of this influence in there. So it was primarily my rock influence um, and hip hop influence meets a lot of his heavy electronics. So what you'll hear is, you know, my rock energy and my rock like um, themes of like overcoming and being a champion and some uh, darker themes meeting with his more, uh, you know, EDM style. And uh, we've really been enjoying it, man. It's 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 really a different blend of music because it's so cool. The first festival we were on was a heavy metal festival called uh, audio feed festival. Not that long ago. It was a couple months ago and we had a bunch of metal heads in there and things like that. And we performed and put on a, a great show. And then a couple weeks back, we opened for Bubba Sparks, who is a, a rapper uh, that, you know, everybody knows that song here in America it was called uh, uh, Miss New Booty. So, we we touch on a lot of different ground, man, and I feel like this new wave of music that we're doing can reach oh, a variety of people just because of what it is. It's so you stick you, uh, unique. You originally started your new music with uh, just yourself, and then you obviously you've got a new you've got well you've kind of got a band member now, but technically you're still solo artist like uh, Bon Jovi with lots of people in the background, kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just yeah, it's cool, man. Like, um, like I said, this kind of started off as like uh, rebranding everything, so that I, you know, the band world, any musician will tell you, um, not a lot of band members stick stick with you. So this whole thing initially started where it was just going to be Matt Sassano. I rebranded everything in my own name, so that. But then, how does Tyler? Uh, Tyler moved in with us. He was coming from. Uh, Mississippi and I uh, was going through a little bit of a rocky time in his life and we just so happened I'm a night owl we saw on Facebook that he was going through a little something we reached out and my stepdad slash manager Steve who helps manage the music was like you know what you guys have been friends for so long um, we've been friends since I think I was he was seven and I was 11 I was like the big brother figure so Steve, knowing this, saw his Facebook status about him going through a little something. He's like, you know what? You guys have been friends for so long. Why don't we move Tyler down here, teach him the bass, and uh, you guys can start a, start this duo. 
And I was like, you know what? I was really turned off by the idea of band members, but since it's Tyler over here, I think he gets a, a pass because we've been we've been friends for so long that it's like I don't I don't anything Tyler, going on. I know you weren't expecting this. I'm gonna do it anyway. Okay. So Tyler was a something we really felt we needed to do, but there was a whole bunch of things that would no one would have expected in doing this. When Tyler got here, he'd never touched a music instrument before. He's 25, 26 years old. Usually when someone has any kind of musical interest that's developed as a child or they start in their teens and they pick a guitar up and go at it. Tyler was up and pl he played a show three days after he got here, had, okay. having never played yeah. an instrument. My point is he has he was so gifted and nobody knew it after all those years. I just want to say he not only brought that, he brought background vocals, which we would have had to have another person for. And the energy that he offers, along with Matt in the show, you couldn't buy it. You'd swear they're brothers or they had this inner thing going on. It's a very cool thing to see. But yeah, and it's like, it's say, to, is Tyler, just to ask questions, does Tyler want, what, do you mind talking about what the, you're obviously going to have a bit of a rough patch in your life, but do you mind talking about it? Um. Yeah, um, I'm having a hard time hearing you. I'm sorry. Yeah, tell me about what you went through and what led you here. Um, well, like they said, I was in Miss I was staying in Mississippi. Um, life has been really a roller coaster of up and ups and downs. I I'm originally from upstate New York, where Maddie is, and I was having a hard time having ups and downs out there. So I moved to Mississippi, and um. I was staying with some family out there and things didn't work out. And I was just at an all time low, really just in a crappy place. And, uh, I was really needed a miracle. And then one happened and they, they called me like a couple of days later. So it was just, we just, we never know how to tell this. I was laying in bed with my wife at, at midnight, 1230 in the morning. And I literally turned over to her. I had, I didn't see Tyler's post. Matt did. We were just laying there, and I told my wife, I said, I think we need to get Tyler Connor to come here. Just like that. Nothing else okay. planned. Knew nothing about his situation. And she said, go get him. She went to sleep. I went out and chased him on Facebook on the Internet for about three hours. Unbeknownst to me, he had just flown that right then. He was flying from Mississippi to uh, New York State, was going home to a situation where he just wasn't welcome. There were things that happened to people that he thought he could stay with. He couldn't stay with situationally. There's uh, some people that really love him out there. There's some other people that just have given him a hard time right. saying all that to say, when I finally got a hold of him and got him on the phone, he had nowhere to stay, nowhere to go and was trying to figure out, but we weren't, that wasn't called, Oh gee, we feel bad for you. We're going to bring you here. We already knew before that, that we wanted him to come which is in its own way resolved a lot of things for us as he knew when he got here, you know what, Tyler, we want you to try this. I want you to pick up the bass. I want you to try to learn this music. He's singing the next day, pick up the song three days later. I don't know anybody in my whole life that's ever done that where he just showed up and was able to play bass to the show. Granted, it was a challenge and, and we had a, a tough time, but since then he's done some pretty amazing shows and we know he's gifted and we know he has that talent in his life, which nobody knew before he got here. So it's a pretty cool thing 
uh, it's, a, it's a God thing. Yeah, it man, really is. Like that. yep. it's, it's, cool. That's really cool, man. And like his energy is just off the, I've never, I, I don't think I developed that kind of uh, like uh, charisma, I would say that early on. It took me a couple shipwrecks to finally get to the point where I, I am now to where it's just like energy. But he just stepped right out and just was like a whole different level. And he keeps me on my toes too with the energy because I'm like, I don't want to be that old guy on stage. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's up the voltage here. You know, so it's a good like keeping every everybody in check mechanism as well. That's good. That's brilliant. That's great, great news. And uh, well, take us a small take a small break. We're just gonna I'm gonna shout out to some of the our contributors, uh, our show on the show base that we have Eileen Smith from EileenSmith.com. If you are interested in live streaming or uh, blogging or podcasting, you can check our YouTube channel. She goes to a lot of uh, li- uh, live streaming platforms, and she is uh, great for educational purposes if you're interested in that so it's eileen smith it's i-l-e-n-a um e smith.com or go to her youtube channel we have brent mann from brentmanmusic.com country gospel singer uh, residing in miami florida uh was like john drummond hugh john drummond hugh from ideas go live website design he did um my website from edmund dusters which i'm grateful for so ideas go live also edmundusters.com uk we have uh, many other supporters um as i say we've got uh, ifia lethem from kingdom beads and frame your day and zakia ringold uh, i'm running i'm forgetting who I, my uh, guy or cook from the guy or cook part i've not got them in front of me so i'm not reading i'm a bit rusty on remembering who my supporters are so uh, there's guy or cook and we have many many others shannon griffin for four humanities she did the graphic for my podcast ramsey unleashed going beyond borders and uh, we have many, many others, and I will remember you. Apologies if I've forgotten off the cuff because I haven't got them in front of me. So I want to thank you for all these people who do support our uh, podcast, and we thank you for their. We we love supporting you going out, and as I say, supporting many, many artists and interviewing people of inspirational backgrounds and wherever they've come from in their life. So we're going to talk about our the next song in um, in Matt's genre of music. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, obviously, this is a new change in music, and uh, we're going to have a bit of insight to that and go from there. So, uh, Matt, so tell us about that other song, the other song we're going to talk about, which was... The Devil um, Won't Change His Ways, I yes, suppose. Yes, tell us a bit about the insight to how that came about, how you wrote, why you wrote it, and obviously oh. you're performing it now. Okay. Uh, well, A Devil Won't Change His Ways is exactly what it sounds like it's about that uh person in our lives that just won't change their ways those negative influences those people that we just we give one too many chances to and uh it comes to comes around to bite us in the butt sometimes um i had a friend who uh, like i said a lot of the the themes on this album this transcend album that i've got going on right now were indirectly influenced by mo- movies tv and film so i started watching a lot of like breaking bad that became like my obsession when the first uh days when i moved here i uh like we were kind of moving in and like i just became obsessed with breaking bad i think i went on a three-day binge and then when i finally daylight you know hit me in the face i was like what is happening right now because i was just so i got really into breaking bad and that 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 show was about the villain and so Upon writing A Devil Won't Change His Ways and knowing that there were a lot of shows about villains, I started thinking about the villains in my own life. And uh, we already touched on some of it, like, you know, with the abusive stuff in my background with my, my father. 
And I also had a former band member in one of my old projects that um, him and a girlfriend of mine, for a lack of a better term, cheated. You know what I mean? I went to bat for this person and it just turned out that like they, they, um, you know, conspired behind my back and got together. So with all that being said, I started thinking about all the devils in our lives that maybe we, we contend with on a day to day. And that's that, that theme, man. Uh, of just you know about that one bad villain uh in our lives well do you want to introduce your song hey man well we want you to watch out for all those devils in your life this next song is called a devil won't change his ways and you know it's true Firestorm. There's nothing more I need to say. A devil won't change his ways. Sell you any lie with a straight face. But a devil won't change his ways. Once the dice are rolled, it's a rigged game. A devil always wins because the rules change. And even if it all goes up in flames.
welcome back. Thank you for listening. The Devil Won't Change His Ways by Matthew Sassano. Um, so let's go into what is your plan now? Now, you obviously got Tyler. You're, you're both working together. Mm-hmm. Where's your, you've just done a headline, well, as a supporting act for the rapper. I can forget his name already. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, you've just done all these things. So what's your focus going forward? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to, your music is going somewhere. So where do you Man, really we- want to take it? We, uh, we've just been really performing a lot here regionally and, and locally as well as we want to get to Scotland, man. That's our next, that's our next venture. Oh. <laughs> um, we're really, we've got the best show that we've, we've had for such a long time. There's some special effects. There's, you know, we've just gotten more refined as artists. So we're really anxious to see where this will take us for the touring schedule, man. I'm going to have you speak to Steve because he's the guy that's, that's really, he's the guy that kind of, schedules a lot of the events so he'll tell you a little bit about what's coming up and uh probably the easiest way to put that is uh over the next six to eight weeks uh we're in the uh the surrounding states west virginia uh the other direction uh north carolina alabama and uh back to nashville and the other side memphis memphis is a long haul for us but it's a, a unique uh community musically and uh we really believe if we could uh get mad in front of the right people it, it may do them some good and then as we approach usually december and january can be a little quieter for uh for the music scene and the live music in particular but we are trying to put together a, a european uh tour of sorts in that we would be in uh scotland ireland great britain uh we have some connections there and we spoke to some bands in great britain <laughs> Yeah. Well, Scotland is Great Britain. <laughs> it's the same place. Well, what do we know? All right. We're looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> they said England, would that be better? Yeah, that's better. Oh, <laughs> England, Ireland. Yeah. Anyway, you can pick on me all you want. When I get, <laughs> when I get over there, I'm going to call us ahead of you. <laughs> oh, man. It's all good. He's going to be busy. That's for sure. Him and Tyler are going to be really busy. Yeah, cool. man. It- been great so we're looking forward to it man so you obviously wanted to as yourself let's let's go into where did you get the name sassy pants and let's for <laughs> okay so sassy pants came out of a um a lot of the band the, the the promoters that were looking at my music page sometimes they'll inspect and they'll be like dude did you post that flyer about that upcoming show for me they were getting my personal page and my band page confused um And so they weren't seeing like flyers that I was putting up and stuff like that. So I finally came to the realization, you know what, I got to, I'm going to have to change my personal page name completely. And so I posted a status on my personal page saying, what do you guys think my, my, my name should be other than my last name on my personal page. And somebody had suggested sassy pants and being a guy that, as you know, was always that prankster was always the guy that never turned down a dare. I put the sassy pants thing and now I can't leave a local club without somebody going, Hey, sassy pants or, you know, any venue that we're at. Uh, so it's kind of stuck. I was going to change it after 90 days cause that's when Facebook allows you to do it. But, um, uh, I think it's kind of stuck now and sassy pants is 
my name and hopefully as you brought up maybe a, a lingerie line in the future <laughs> i don't know for, for all these ladies who are listening to your at one of his um, <laughs> concerts he, he he'll take all sassy knickers if you want if you want to throw them throw them at them he'll take all types even bridget jones <laughs> um, uh, so <laughs> I'll leave that one there. So but again, you could do a nice. Hopefully, you'll see some nice merchandise from Matt soon, uh, designed uh, whether it is a pair of Y fronts on a, on the front of a T-shirt saying "Do you like my sassy pants?" and uh, with Matt's Asylum music. So uh, there's <laughs> lots of options out there uh, you will get from Matt. But uh, as I say, if you see him, just shout "sassy pants" and he'll answer. Uh, that's the I'm main cool. thing. Uh, <laughs> but let's um, tell people where can people uh, connect with you. All right, man. So I've got uh, Facebook at Matt Sassano Music. Uh, Twitter. Twitter is a little bit like I don't have uh, as much interaction going on in there, but I'd love to start. So hopefully that'll start in Scotland. Um, I've got a Twitter page that you can find me at and also Instagram at Matt Sassano Music. So is it Matt, am, uh, Matt with a double T or just one T? Uh, just uh, or yeah, double T. So Matt Sassano music. Okay, there we go. We all, 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 all these connections will be in the show notes of the podcast for those who are listening on Podbean and go for this. This will be out there, the podcast. There. So let's uh, wrap things up a bit. Uh, let's say, uh, do you want to say anything, closing, or talk about anything else? You hey, man. Well, I'm, I'm just happy to be on the podcast. It was great to kind of be uh, in Scotland or whatever. Hopefully, you guys you know, hear this and we'll get the invite over because we'd love to come and play. Um, if you guys are interested in what uh, we have going on, you can stream us on Spotify as well as if you want to uh, buy the record. Um, we're always looking for supporters that way. So head on over to the store section of RavenFaithRecords.com and uh, you can pick that album up, man. And any your support will help. It helps us get out there and do our thing in a big way. So we appreciate I'll it. Scott. Have the link of that website in uh, link in the show notes as well, uh, which is great. Well, I want to. I was going to say thank you to the the the, the said the Simpsons, the Sassy Pants uh, crew, uh, the spinoff show. <laughs> <laughs> all right man there we go so, 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 so the waltons it's the sassy pants um <laughs> so going back a bit uh but anyway uh, i want to thank matt for uh, on a serious note for, uh, for what he's talked about i want to thank you for the things you discussed it kind of been easy going through what he's gone through and just to know that he, his positive outlook is great going forward and we wish him all the best. And as I say, we're here to support. And as I say, if you are an artist, you want to do a collaboration with them or anyway, uh, get in contact with myself or Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders um, or Matt Sassano or Sassy Pants on Facebook. You'll find them somewhere. Uh, but as I say, you'll get them. But if you want anything, he's, he's keen to do music. He's keen to inspire people and keen to grow. So as I say, if you like his music and you like what he does, uh, as I say, feel free and contact. And thank you to Matt Tyler is Brian and his mum. Uh, <laughs> and uh, as I say, thank you for the contribution to the podcast. Until next time, everybody, we will catch you all later. Bye bye now. Thank Thanks, you. man.